Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Welcome to another horrifying episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse. With me, as always, is my good buddy, Reese. Reese, say bonjour to our audience. Bonjour. There you go. There we go. That's, Nailing that's that good. French. Yep. Always, always very good. Um, Reese is going to tell me something. No, no. That, no. Small no, talk no, first. Small, small talk. talk. Small How talk. has been week yours? My week has been good things. Me too. I've done things and stuff. I I've saw, slept and ate. I saw thing. I What things are? Stuff. Mm. Mm. Anyway, small talk done. <laughs> Let's get to the point. You can, a podcast can get bogged down in small talk. I think that's kind of why they like us. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is called the. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I want them to like us for the research <laughs> and the hard work and the wonderful editing in the professional studio. Anyway, right. <laughs> um, the whiskey whores of Han Island. The whiskey whores of Whore Island? The, the whiskey. <laughs> The Whiskey Whores of Whore Island. No, this is called The Whiskey Wars of Han Island. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, I've never heard of this. So I've never heard of Han Island. Where's Han Island? Uh, look it up, actually. Next to, uh, it's in the Solo Sea. You had it? Uh, 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 if you thought that was funny, you would send us an email. I did not think that was funny. No. Um, how, do you, uh, how do you spell Han? H-A-N. Oh, just like that. Eh? Hand, but without the D. 
Pan Island. Don't Google it. You're going to find information. You're going to ruin no, the no, story. I'm just looking at Google Maps. Yeah, I was gonna, I've got a picture. I was going to show you. Oh, a you're going to show. Okay, all right. That's yeah, that the audience can't see. <clears throat> uh, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed knowing anything beforehand or even during the show. Yeah, stop. <laughs> so, uh, did you know that for nearly a century? Oh, actually, I was going. This was sent to us by a, a lovely listener from uh, from the UK, from Manchester. Oh, hello, Manchester. So, for nearly a century, Canada and Denmark. Well, hold on. Who was the person who submitted it? Dave. I, I, I can't remember the you name. You gotta remember these names. Man. Um, Dave? Queen, Queen Duke Bimbleton. Queen Duke Bimbleton. It's <laughs> the first name that popped in my head. Dave Queen Duke Bimbleton. Um, no, there we go. Okay, uh, a person called Gareth, who was from. So, Gareth from Manchester. Gareth. Uh, Thank you. So anyway. Thank you, Gareth. <laughs> Gareth Manchester. Gareth Manchester. That's your last, yep. Um, so Canada and Denmark have been locked in a bitter dispute. So Han Island has no dis- has no inhabitants, no vegetation, and is a- only a mile, in dynam- uh, a mile in diameter. So it's two Sounds point- like a fucking riot. It's 2.1 square kilometers and is in the Nares Strait. So it's, it's in the Kennedy Channel okay. between Greenland and Ellesmere Island. I don't know where so, that is. So um, that is... Um, quite far north, really far north. Well, like if it was near Arctic. Greenland, I would assume it would be far north. Yeah, yeah so there's a thea- theoretical line that runs down the middle of the strait in between <gasps> Ellesmere. I do know about this. You do? I do, yes. I want to hear more details, though. I, I actually know, like, I don't know a lot about this, but like, as soon as you started, like, this sounds familiar. The war between, <gasps> the whiskey war, yes! I'm like, yes, no, I know. So, I love this story so much. Actually, like, this is one of the few stories that I actually, I actually know so, yeah. when you bring it up to me. Like, this is this is so, very rare on this show. So this invisible <laughs> line dots through the middle of the, the, and the island is in the middle of it. So it's kind of, it's smack bang. I'll, sh- I'll show you a picture. It's, it's like, Two big land masses with a bunch of small islands, and there's a dotted line equidistant between both islands right. that Han Island is just smack bang in the middle of. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and the island is named after Hans Hendrik, who was a native Greenlandic, um, and he was an Arctic explorer and translator who worked on British and American Arctic expeditions in the 1800s. Oh, so, very like, cool. let's name how can we honor Hans? <laughs> let's name the worst island with nothing. <laughs> After him. Nothing on it. Yeah. It's the only one we've got left. Sorry, Hans. Um, so so Canada and Denmark couldn't really, they didn't come to terms with what Han Island, who, who should own Han Island. Um, in 1973. They Is it Han or Hans? Han. It, it, it seems to change. Oh. From now on, we'll call it Hans because the guy was called Hans and he's named after him. So Fair enough. So Hans... Um, the border the border treaty was signed, and they 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 just overlooked that detail of that one island. They just didn't bother, right? So, which is fine because nobody ever goes there. Nothing ever happens. Nothing happens. With it. Nobody wants to. And there's no vegetation. Just, you can't farm there. You, there's like there's no reason to right. There's, there's no vegetation. There's no inhabitants. But there's two Tim Hortons. <laughs> um, and they're building a condo with a Starbucks. Building a yeah. condo with Starbucks. Exactly. Um, so, but the. Tension started in the eighties, the so, 1980s? So, um, nineteen in so between nineteen eighty 1980 and nineteen eighty three, a Canadian firm called Dome Petroleum, which sounds like a bad guy from He Man, oil film, oil like, oil company from a from a action film. It's like Skeletor's right hand man, exactly. Dome Petroleum, 
By the power of Dome Petroleum. Oh, He-Man, I'm Dome Petroleum. I'll, I'll polish your dome. That's with petroleum. With petroleum. <laughs> then set you on fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's, if any, I'm going to make a t-shirt of that He-Man character. Dome, dome Petro- Petroleum. <laughs> Behold the power of Dome Petroleum. <laughs> I'll set you on fire, He-Man. <laughs> Did you notice my dope? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I don't know why we don't have our own children's cartoon already recently. Dome, like, seriously. dome Patrol. Dome Patrol. Dome Patrol, yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> it's like Paw Patrol, but they're all domes. No, they only patrol domes. <laughs> do you have a dome that needs patrolling? We'll do it. It's a very specific yes. uh, emergency service. <laughs> so... Um, so the New York Times emergencies. <laughs> it's an emergency. We need someone to casually patrol this dome quickly. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so in the in the eighties, with this isn't from a New York Times article. With Canadian government's help, Dome's chairman and chief executive officer, Smiling Jack Gallagher. That's what, what I said his name was. Smiling Jack Gallagher. The head of the Dome Patrol, Dome Petroleum, is yeah. smiling Jack Gallagher? Yeah. Are you shitting me? Well, it's because he's probably got lots of money. He's always happy. It sounds like something out of a Doctor Who series. Like, Yeah. All right. So he um, he basically believed that the, one of the, like next, the next major discovery of oil and gas was around Hans Island. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Right, all so right. So in fact... Um, they say that the geological formations are favorable to a river delta of the kind that produces large petroleum fields elsewhere and structures that can contain large deposits. But there are reservations. If the deposits prove too small, oil analysts say it would be uneconomic to develop in such a hostile environment. And if they prove to be mostly gas, it might take at least 10 years to develop a market because gas is costlier to move than oil and not in such short supply. So basically saying that um, he, he thought that there could be uh, three to four trillion cubic feet of gas reserves and half a billion barrels of oil. Jesus. Um, and would be underneath su- Hans Island or around that area around, okay. and would be sufficient to support a three ship transit system to Eastern Canada, the United States. So, so they couldn't like just build like a not one, like, I don't know, do the whole milkshake thing with the sideways, the diagonal pipeline to grab it underneath. They'd have to build it on Hans Island. Yeah. Well, so do you know what the Danish... I know it's spelled H-A-N-S, but every time I, I hear it, I, I think of hands, like H-A-N-D-S, like... Hands. Like, like, as if the island is made of hands, which is Or it's terrifying. just a one big hand it's sticking what... out the water, like, <laughs> with a thumbs up while <laughs> saying, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. So, I think, so, so obviously, the, the Canadian government was supporting this company that was doing this little, hey, let's sail a boat around, let's see if there's any oil. I don't right. know, don't know who you detect for oil, um... It's the oil detector. I guess you just maybe they just, they just take out the oil detector and it they take out the oil detector. It's like yeah. a smoke detector, but it detects oil. Yeah. yeah. Beep yeah. beep 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 beep. Take the batteries out. Put her under a put her under a cushion. Um, <laughs> muffle the noise. <laughs> we found oil, but it's bloody annoying. <laughs> um, you know, a smoke detector has like other uses than annoying you when you're trying to sleep, right? Like, uh, yeah, you can throw it at someone. <laughs> can take the battery out and lick it and it hurts that's fun um, uh, uh, have you not burned in a fire yet uh, um so um if 
Anyway. What would you, what would you do if Canada if you were Danish and Canada was sailing uh, research vessels around a disputed island that you may or may not own? What would you do? Um, set up a row of snipers. No, close. Okay. Uh, so the Danish response was uh, the minister for Greenland chartered a helicopter to the island, yep. placed a flag, and left a bottle of schnapps there. Why schnapps? Now, I know this is what it is, but that's what, what, how did it start? Why did that start? To say this is our island. But what was with the schnapps? The flag, I understand. Uh, maybe it's just a nice gesture so whoever came, any new people will come into the island. Like, so they were like oh, too bad. We got here first. Here's some booze. Yeah, like, it was a consolation prize. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too bad we, you don't own the we island. We get an island, you get a bottle yeah. of schnapps. Look, yeah. it's definitely ours. You might have two Tim Hortons. We opened a bar. <laughs> So, right. <laughs> so were they like this is what I'm kind of wondering like were they serious about putting the flag? I don't like, like I, I guess the smaller European nations they tend to be quite creative when they don't have military when they're dwarfed in terms of military and stuff right. like that. So there was a um a, I think it's the Cod Wars where um Iceland which is obviously an island of, you know, tens of thousands of people at the time in the 50s and the UK was millions. And had a you know one of the largest navies in the, in the world still at that point. They had got into dis- in a dispute with the, um, the the British Navy um, about where their fishermen could and couldn't fish off the coast of Iceland. Okay. And the so the the Iceland the Icelandic Navy sent some coast guard boats to escort their fishing trawlers. So the British responded by sending warships with Jesus. theirs, and then the Icelandic people said, well, if you're going to send warships, we're going to write down all of the warships we see and keep them in a book. <laughs> and then when it got to the point where they had to get to the negotiating table mediated by other countries, they were like, if you if you stay out of our waters, we'll destroy this book. And it worked. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, oh my God, don't look in that book. Because <laughs> we've, we've kept a log of all the things you did. Um, and... And they, they promised that if they, they redrew the boundaries so that everyone could fish in a fair way. And uh, they promised to destroy all the records they kept. So there's like this small European nation of like, we're just going to write you a stern letter. Um, and if and if you back down, we'll rip it up. No one will ever see it again. So That's amazing. I think their answer was to just, it was just kind of like, well, you know. What can we do? What can we do? I know, let's have fun. Let's just, just stick a flag in it. Yeah. Let's stick right. a flag and leave a bottle of snaps to go, hey. So was gas and oil found? No, they were just looking for it. Oh, they suspected it might be. They there. suspected it might. They be looked, there. and there was nothing. There. But just because they were looking around, and it wasn't necessarily. Did theirs. they? So they ended up. I'm guessing they they looked for. This is back in the eighties. So they looked, and they found nothing. I'm guessing. Yeah. So, so because if they actually had found something, I'm guessing this joke would have turned more serious real quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of an unfinished story. So in so then in the same year, Canadian troops stopped stopped on the island, um, and they 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 replaced the flag with a Canadian flag, and they left a note. Um, welcoming anyone to, to the island, um, to saying welcome to Canada, and they dropped, they left a bottle of Canadian club whiskey. <laughs> and I imagine they drank the schnapps. Or <laughs> of course, threw, yeah, or, no, they did. Or threw yeah, it in yeah. the ocean. No, they drink it, of course. Uh, and then this was like a back and forth. So then the cane. This, this is what I've heard. This I've heard this story. My friends and I have to, told this back and forth whiskey story, the flag and the whiskey. Yeah, which I, and, and schnapps and whiskey, and so I so, love it so much. Sometimes the the they would be um, like ripped apart. Uh, sometimes they wouldn't be. The and flags they, or the notes. Like the flags would be ripped up and like or taken down, and <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the uh, and like the Danish would leave leave letters saying "Welcome to the Danish island" or "Welcome to Den Dansko," <laughs> which is my terrible. It's probably better than French. It is probably. It's. I find it easier to do those kind of languages though. 
um, like German and everything is closer to oh, my yeah, accent. So, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, and then this went back and forth. There's loads of instances. So um, people have landed on helicopters. There's been loads of warships. At one point, the Danish built a cane with a flagpole, a cane, which oh, is what? like a mound of stones, a large mound Spell of stones. C-A-I-R-N. Oh, cane. Cairn. A cane. Um, and then again, the, the Danish returned and the, the, the cane uh, with the flagpole, the flag was missing. And 1995, the flag was in pieces. 2003, <laughs> um, they landed and they replaced the Danish flag again. 2005, Canadian soldiers. Uh, so Canadians are bringing their own flag as well. They, every time they come back and forth. They're like, they probably had a, like a, a crew. Danish do the Danes rip up the Canadian flag? They just take them down and replace them all the time. Imagine each- so. The, so the Canadians rip up the Danish flag. The Danes. Some, sometimes they have, sometimes they haven't. I think it depends. It depends on, on how they're feeling that day. They're feeling mean. <laughs> now, my question yeah. is, how often would they do this? Um, well, two thousand and three, the Danes returned. Two thousand and five, the Canadians returned. So the Canadians returned in two thousand and five. They built an Anukshuk and they put a plaque and a Canadian flag down. So they oh, were wow. getting more serious. They, they, really take, serious, they were like, let's take a bag of cement. Do you know what a Nukshuk is? I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. just you haven't seen a lot of Canadian heritage minutes, so. Well, no, I've I've seen them in, in BC. Oh. So oh, I've okay. actually yeah, seen yeah. real ones in the place where they belong. And then in 2005, in July, in a symbolic move, Canadian Defence Minister Bill Graham set foot on the island. Uh, and then, That's true to form, as I mentioned, the Danish government then, following... Bill Graham setting foot on the island, the bloody shit. They uh, they issued a letter of protest to Canada, an official letter of protest. Oh wow! Um, and then the deputy, Shit's real. the deputy premier of Greenland, jo- Joseph Motzfeld. You're asking me, jo- 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 Joseph <laughs> Motzfeld stated the island was being occupied by Canada, and the experts should determine which which country the island belongs to. 2005, the Danish ambassador to Canada published an article in the Ottawa Citizen, which is a newspaper in Ottawa. Thank you. Um, regarding the <laughs> Danish view on the issue. Um, and then it just goes on and on and on and on. Um, the Danish claimed they wanted to open um, uh, negotiations. Um, and then the Canadians said that the sovereignty of the island is a very strong foundation. Uh, this is 2006. A Vancouver geologist receives a prospecting permit for Hans Island from the Canadian government. So go to a point then where um, the, the Canadian government were then still had an interest in the ge- geological kind of makeup of the area and was still allowing people to do research. This is in 2009? Was this it? was 2006. 2006, okay. And then there was a little bit of teamwork. So scientists from the University of Toronto and the Technical University of Denmark did a joint project to install a weather station. It's nice. Oh wow! A little joint science so, project. So it started with a flag and a schnapps, and then it's and then it went from a kiern with a flag and some some schnapps, and then uh, and then after that, what was it after that? It was a nookshuk and a nookshuk, right, with some whiskey, yeah. and now uh, a weather station. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it all started with a Tim Hortons, but yeah. Okay. And then it's, also, it's great. That's and then great. and then. I don't know whether the... Yeah, and then there was an international group of scientists installed a weather station as well, another one. Um, and then there was a proposal for Canada and Denmark to split the island in half, not literally, just just in terms of a border. It would take a while. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and they they created a joint task force to settle the dispute. This seems like a lot of effort yeah. over... Um, <laughs> And then again, another geologist was granted mineral exploration claims for Han Island in in 2019 last year. Um, Canadian or, or a Canadian scientist, and then the government of Greenland have also shared um, 
a uh, an application for mineral. So this is still going now. So um, it seems like more, you said this was last year. This was last year. Oh so my God. it seems are they still are they still leaving bottles of booze though? I don't know because now it's gone from like from what I understood they were. I hope they are. I hope they are. But ultimately now there's even more. I think. In the 80s, mm-hmm. it was harder to extract smaller deposits of oil and gas. But now the technology is better. They will still get them in areas. Even if it's not that profitable, they can still get it affordably. Right. So I think now they go going, well, what's up there? Let's go and see what's up there. So it's the, the battle still goes on. The whiskey, we're still in a whiskey war at the moment. It hasn't been settled. If anyone out there hears this podcast and is connected in any way to the whiskey war of Hans Island... Yeah, uh, you, have you ever been in the Navy or the military? Have you been a scientist? Have you ever been to Hans Island? Have you drank Danish schnapps on a frozen island? Or have you left Canadian? I want, uh, we want to know. Let us know. We'd find us. Know. Like, like as if we're an ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend and you're stalking us. You can find us on the internet. I'm sure you <laughs> put a little bit of effort into it. But like, yeah, but, I, want to, we, I really actually want to know if, these, if, if liquor is still being left by Greenland and by Canada back and forth to this day. Because uh, if it yeah. is, I, I think that's amazing and hilarious. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry, I have to interrupt. You thought we were doing this for free this entire time, didn't you? Yeah, that's funny. Uh, no, we've got we got to pay the bills. So you're going you're gonna to sit there and you're going to listen to what we have to feed in your ear holes. And you're going to like it. We should do a, a GoFundMe to charter a boat and a helicopter to go there and to leave a nice pina colada with an umbrella in. <laughs> So if you want to, anyone want to set up a GoFundMe, maybe $50,000. That's, that's, that's yeah, reasonable. Reasonable. You want to go, totally want to, fine. Yeah. want to get it comfortably. Of course, yeah. In, in a style. medium, medium yeah. range comfort <laughs> boat and helicopter. Not leather seats, but heated seats. Right, heated. Yes, yes it's, it's very important. Um, I'm okay with pleather. Then go and set up a GoFundMe. We will go there and it's just to confuse the Danish... Uh, and Canadian scientists and military people, serious people. Right. Imagine if two idiotic podcasters turn up and leave a pina colada just to just to mix it up a bit on in Hans the name Island. of Wales, um, or, in the, a, or like in, a Welsh flag, or in the name of pointless podcasts. The big- even better. <laughs> right? I could do it. Yeah. We, what could we leave? We could leave a pint of brains, which is a famous beer from what? from Cardiff. Brains Brains Bitter is a it's disgusting. Is a, it's not actually made from brains. Oh thank God! Okay, um, it's just a name. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm down. That's fine. Brains bitter. I don't. I don't know Island. if I can get brains. The name in, of well, well, Welsh land. If you're in <laughs> Wales, if you're in Wales, I know we've got a few listeners in Wales. Um, oh, uh, hi. My, my friend Owen listens. Hi, Owen. Hi, Owen. Hello, Owen. And uh, can you can you? Hey, everyone! Look, it's Owen. Can you pour a bottle of brains into one of those sealed FedEx envelopes? Mail it over. <laughs> Maybe put it in a container first, and not then, just the envelope. And then raise $50,000 for us, and we will go and leave it on <laughs> on, the, on Hans Island. If it's... How would you mail something to Hans Island if it's constantly switching nat- nationalities? Uh, well, you don't. You don't, because nobody. there's no postal service. You don't go... You can't just send it there. You can't just there write. is a weather station. And if there's a weather station, is there a little hut? For the people using the weather I imagine, station? I imagine it's not manned. I imagine it's, um, or personed, as you say. Right. I imagine it would be um, uh, just a robot. <laughs> but not a cool robot. A boring, uh, a boring one that's just a box with a flashing light. Not like C-3PO. <laughs> like the loneliest uh, robot in the world. Yeah. I know, the weather is terrible this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. I think I mentioned this before, like many, many episodes ago. I believe I did. But just talking about lonely robots makes me think of the mars rover i know who 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 every year by itself 
out loud sings itself happy birthday, which is the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard. Just like alone on a planet, no one around. Just like by itself with its own little beeping instruments and stuff. And then when it's done, it's just left in the cold, dark void of Mars. That's yeah, that's but I mean, it's achieved more with his life than some humans. So that's yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, it can be. Proud, I have, sure. I've never explored a planet and <laughs> sent back important data about soil. So you know, we're gonna do that with Hans Island, though. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, we won't just go and deliver a pina colada and an envelope full of Welsh bitter. We will also, <laughs> we will also. Yeah, we won't pour it into a cup. We'll leave it in the envelope. We'll bring back soil samples and we'll do tests on them. Um, like eye tests and driving tests. Yeah, because um, that's all we know how to do. Yeah, if that. Um, and uh, we'll go, the soil from Han Island is no good. It can't drive or see. <laughs> um, so don't dig for oil. There's no point. <laughs> Scientific tests. Yeah, I really want to go. I really want to go and leave some, I think that'd be fantastic. $50,000. That's it. That's all it takes. And I know there are, you go and go for me and there are some really worthy causes, but what's more worthy than two idiots? Go into a cold island that's very far away. To leave an envelope full of bitter. Yeah. And, a, uh, and a, a cocktail with an umbrella in. I think it's great. One of our listeners has to be a multimillionaire. That's got to be a thing. They don't have to be. No, it's not it's a rule. Just like, no, just one like of statistically <laughs> speaking, right? Like, like if you've just like got $50,000 laying around and you want to have a lark, like, what am I going to do today? Nothing. Let's send two idiots on podcast over to Hans Island. Oh, I've got all this money and I just, I just hate it. I hate it so much. I need <sighs> more reasons to get rid of it. Oh, Jesse and Reese want to go to a cold cold barren island and drink i always think of like denmark and canada as two countries that are um achieved a good living standard and quite widely regarded as well-run countries denmark's a, a pretty awesome country oh they, yeah they, they sure. got their, they got their shit together yeah totally and i was that's, i think that's I, their slogan actually we've got our shit together. we've got our shit together yeah, yeah. <laughs> denmark we've got our shit together and we invented lego did they really yeah sure is a danish company what i know no fucking way yeah oh wow so those little Lego men, do they kind of, like Danish people look like a little bit? No, it's just, no? It's just a toy. Oh, okay. No, they're based on humans. Okay. Um, but, yeah. What, da- yeah. Danish people or how, Lego how did, how did they leave the schnapps on the <laughs> island with those plastic hands? <laughs> well, they're kind of curved. <laughs> <in a way>. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, but... Uh, so when you, you said they're based on they're you, based on humans, you're talking about and, Lego men, not yeah. about Danish people, right? <laughs> they can't wear hats. They can't have hats <laughs> no, they and can. hair they just at the same be, time. They hats with very big holes. You have to take your hat off to put your hair on. Right, you put your hair on. Yeah, after you. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, this has been fun. This has been super fun. Okay. Yay. Well, um, I'm going to go and uh, uh, leave a bottle of whiskey somewhere for someone to find, and then come back and see if there's a bottle of schnapps there instead, like an adult version of uh, Easter. Yes. Yeah. 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 Where. I suppose the adult version of Easter would have to do with Jesus, but this is the more fun version, adult version of Easter. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, like, 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 oh my God, can you imagine? We could invent a new, like, okay, so like when you wake up as a child on Easter and the Easter bunny comes, right, and left all these chocolates for it, and you have to go on a chocolate egg hunt, right? You ever do that as a kid? Or is that just an American I thing? No, you do go on an egg hunt, yeah. Yeah, okay, so. 
But at the adult version, what if they get those tiny little bottles of alcohol and he hid those all around the house and he wake up first thing in the morning, okay, and the alcoholic bunny has has come and hid these all over the place while crashing into your chair yeah. to find China and like toppling over furniture and stuff like that. And like it's seven o'clock in the morning, wake up, wake up, time to get shit faced. And like, oh, look what the alcoholic bunny left for you. And you've got to go and find and whatever bottle of fine, you've got to drink it like right away. Right. And so by like eight o'clock in the morning, you're stumbling and vomiting and just like like lying in the puddles of your own piss. And it's just like a wonderful holiday for everyone yeah. involved in the family. Exactly. It'd yeah. be wonderful. Do you know, in the UK, we do celebrate Easter, but the eggs aren't made of chocolate. They're made of, uh, of pork. Fuck off. No, they're not. <laughs> I totally believe that. For I a <laughs> On that note, goodbye. <laughs> So we've got this long lane, and our house is right at the back of the plot, buried in the forest. Oh, wow. Tucked away. My dream is to build a little winding path, like boardwalk, that goes through the forest. And then hidden in there is like a hut, like a tiny house podcast studio with like a log burner. And just to do podcasts in there I'll full live time. there. I'll have a little, a little bunk and Jess. a mini fridge. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, daddy. My British children. Daddy, daddy. Uncle Jesse's naked in the garden, daddy. <laughs> So it's just taking his morning dump, children. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Clean it up later. Yeah. <laughs> Clean it like, like I do with the dog. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.